0: September 15th. Welcome back to the middle of the week. Happy middle of the week today. day. Um, Wednesdays are always great days because you see the uh, days before and you're like, Alright, we're halfway through now we're halfway through we've made it this far. So hopefully today is that day where you're like, Whew, only got a couple more days of work left, hopefully, and then the weekend. Sounds good. Yes. So um, today is Wednesday, we talk about how you uh, came to VP
1: and kind of your story revolving around Victory okay. Point. All right. Um, so we have been at Victory Point since the beginning. Um, we actually came to one of the churches that um, merged into becoming Victory Point, And um, we knew one of the pastors um, from the previous church. And so we got to know him and decided that we were going to come check out the church. And we checked it out and stayed um, because the people were excited about worshiping and they were engaged here. Um, and we just stayed because we found friends and we got involved. I mean, they just kind of enveloped us into the, into the worship and the ministry. And it just really um, became home very quickly. Mm-hmm. And so that's why we um, stayed. Um, over the years, we've helped with youth group. Um, we've been small group leaders. We've been leaders of int- int- introduction groups. Um, We've—I've uh, been a, a deacon, um, and then I was one of the first women elders, along with Vicki Vandercock. Um, and so that was um, just—we were just very involved. Dave and the boys used to. Um, bring the equipment to West Ottawa when when, when we we're at West Ottawa and, and pull the trailer back and forth and and load and unload. And so we've just always been pretty involved with everything. We've been on the fit team, um, the first impressions team, um, on and off for probably 20 years. Um, we love greeting at the door and seeing people. And that's just really cool. Um, and then probably in the last um, 10 years, it's been more because I've been a huddle leader. So I've been very involved with, um, discipling uh, women in the church and seeing how God works in their lives. And it's always very interesting who God puts in a huddle group um, and how they connect with each other and how they, everybody's on a different spiritual journey, but yet they all encourage each other. And it's just really, really cool to um, see how they grow and start listening for God's voice and and being obedient. And um, I'm so blessed at seeing the growth in their lives that it just blesses me back. And, and, um, so I just really, that's been a really, um, great joy in my life. Yeah. And you get to know so many people that way too. I mean, the fit
0: team, you get to know people on a very quick correct greeting type basis. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's cool when you get to know people on a deeper, more spiritual level. Correct, um, and you kind of guide that and, um, yeah doing so many of them, I don't even care to guess how many women um, you have mentored at this point and discipled. And um, Dave's presence here, obviously, is um, he's seen, you know, big guy, (laughs) always a smile on his face, loves to hug people, (laughs) loves to hug people. Um, Yeah, always a very welcoming presence and you as well. So I think you two are uh, some on the fit team that just make others feel the same way that you felt when you first came here, I'm assuming. Um, and that's cool, because that's the first face that they see. You Correct, know? yeah, um, love to do so that. Love the Hans in that capacity as well. So today, as we jump into the scripture, we get a short one. Um, Anna, when I was with her, we joked that we had all the long ones, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. So we went really long. Um, this week, they're not too <clears throat> terrible for me. so. <laughs> Uh, I guess I'm being blessed um, with my for my obedience to go forward again um, on the podcast. So we are going to be reading from Jeremiah 11, verses 18 through 20. So just a few short verses. And I will read that and then we will discuss it. My heading says, A Plot Against Jeremiah. Then the Lord told me about the plots my enemies were making against me. I was like a lamb being led to the slaughter. I had no idea that they were planning to kill me. Let's destroy this man and all his words, they said. Let's cut him down so his name will be forgotten forever. O Lord of heaven's armies, you make righteous judgments and you examine the deepest thoughts and secrets. Let me see your vengeance against them, for I have committed my cause to you so just a few short verses there um what did you have from
1: that what did you hear what stood out to you in this well first Uh, off i i had to kind of figure out where he was coming from it was like one of those okay i feel like i jumped into the middle of the story so what was really going on and some of the things i read was the people of his hometown um didn't like what jeremiah was preaching and so their solution was, let's get rid of them. Well, that's pretty drastic. I mean, It's like, wow. Um, and obviously, Jeremiah must have been oblivious to this whole thing because God had to reveal the plan to him that that's what they were thinking about doing. And so he seemed like he was surprised by it. Um, so once Jeremiah understood what was going on, he called to God for help in this situation. And so that's kind of you know, what I kind of gathered from what was going on in the passage. Um, So then what that did for me when I started to think about that is I think that sometimes God gives us great insights into our situations, but we have to slow down and listen for his voice. (laughs) You know, I mean, if we're just barreling through life and not stopping to ask God for wisdom or for help in what is going on in the situation, then we're just going to like continue to make mistakes and just, you know, be oblivious to what the people around us are feeling. And so I think that that's probably my first thing. It's like Jeremiah was so busy just prophesying and being out there, but he yet he wasn't really aware of what was going on in the situation around him. And so he just needed to slow down and hear what God had to say to him at that point. yeah, was one of the things that I picked up on,
0: yeah. and I think. I, too, had to go into the context of the situation and, um, you know, Jeremiah was being called to speak some pretty um, harsh words, really. When you read 1 through 17, um, he doesn't put things lightly, you know, as far as um, God's speaking through him about his people breaking their covenant. Mm -hmm. Um, And... I think the covenant part is what stood out to me, you know, like God, he's in a covenant with us, you know, we're in a covenant relationship with him. Um, and we best be doing our part to keep up our end of the deal. Um, and then he keeps up his end of the deal. Um, but through biblical history, we know that there are times when his people have broken that covenant and there are consequences. Um, I wrote curses. I think that must be used in, the words up in my version but um so jeremiah like you said is busy prophesying to these people um being obviously bold and courageous to speak you know god's words against how the people are not holding up their end of the bargain correct um with god and um, yeah and then we come to that point where he clearly is unaware without <laughs> god saying whoa, hold up here, Jeremiah, <laughs> got some things to say to you, um, about the people that you are leading, mm-hmm. you know, they're not happy with you. Correct. And, um, I think that we will find times in life where, you know, if we're speaking truth, that it's not going to be received well.
1: Correct. Yes. Um,
0: and that's hard. You know, that's hard when, you know, like with my kids, for instance, if I speak some truth to them, um, they don't generally want to hear it if it's negative, right? Correct. They, yes. Uh huh. They kind of get upset. They're, their tendency, as is mine, is to lash back. You know, Correct. Um, I don't think my kids would kill me <laughs> or plot to kill me, but, um, You know, I think that God is kind of reminding Jeremiah, I guess, that, you know, hey, (laughs) you might not see this whole picture, but I see it. And I want you to know that these people are, they're going to kill you. Yeah. You know, that is their plan. Yes. Um, And then when that's revealed, as you said, Jeremiah goes into a a prayer of sorts, you know, O Lord of heaven's armies, you make righteous judgments and you examine the deepest thoughts and secrets. Let me see your vengeance against them for I have committed my cause to you. You know, he's, he's submitting at that point, you know, like all that I've done, all that I've said, I'm submitting it to mm-hmm. you. Um, yeah, and I think that I don't.
1: Cool. I don't get the sense that God tells him to back off. No, you know, at all. I, I. But I think that he just. He's telling Jeremiah, you know, just be aware. You know, not everybody wants to hear everything you're saying, and so. And I think that's true, if, like you said, with your kids, or you know, sometimes with a friend, if you can see they're going down a wrong path, and you try to speak some truth into their life, you know, it's not always oh, thank you. You know, it's not always well received. And and so, you know, I think that, again, Jeremiah's response of praying about it, you know, giving it into God's hands and um, knowing that God's the one who's going to help him through this situation is, is the right response. You know, it's not like, oh, well, I'll go fix it. You know, no, it's like, okay, God, I, you know, you just showed me something. So, you know, I'm giving it back to you, you know, you can take care of it and fix it and, you know, help me get through this time. Yeah. So, yeah, Mm -hmm. I had, um, again, it's almost
0: kind of like going back to David where there's this confidence. He knew God would handle it the right way. Yeah. He just, he knew that it would happen. Um, And he also um, understood that vengeance belongs to God. Correct. God will take care of that part. Um, it wasn't for him to try and defend or, you know, attack back um, against these people who are coming against him. It was God who was going to um, right the
1: wrongs and um, make the situation just, Correct. I guess. Yep. Jeremiah's job was to be obedient and to be faithful in who God called him to be, and then God would take care of the rest because he was the sustainer and the helper. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. So, and I think the other thing is, you know, I think when we're trying to be that voice of truth or reason, I think the the big thing, like um, his response was to pray about it, you know, and I think that's true for us too. I mean, I think if, if you feel like you have to speak truth into somebody's life, you better be praying about it first. you know, and then, you know, wait for God to say, yep, now's the time, or, you know, do it this way, or here's an opportunity to do it, um, kind of thing. And, um, one of the things Dave always preaches is timing, approach, and delivery. I know we talk about that, you know, Mm -hmm. it's like, you know, make sure that, you know, you do it at a time when, you know, you, you think that you're going to be heard the best and you're going to, you know, somebody's going to be open to hearing what you have to say and how do you say it. And, um, approaching them in the proper space, you know, not when they're in front of all their friends or anything else. That's not the time to correct somebody, you know, do it one-on-one and, and just be, you know, sensitive to that. But, you know, just to be faithful and, and um, to what God's telling you to do and to be obedient, you know, if that's what he's asking you to do. So it's not always easy to challenge somebody or to speak that truth, but I think that if that's what God's asking you to do, it's time to, to do it.
0: Yeah. So. Um, I was just gonna ask you what was Dave's? Like he says it all the time. He says it to my to to my family. Yes. Really. Yeah, yeah. Um, he reminds my girls of the same thing, yep. and I just I love it that he shares that with them. I think that's probably one of his signature.
1: It is. Yeah. Um,
0: yep. And it's really applicable to almost any situation.
1: It, it is. You know, yep. good or bad, really. Correct. Yeah. Um, so I timing, approach, and that. delivery. <laughs> yes, timing, approach, <laughs> and, and delivery.
0: <laughs> um, well, as we wrap it up, I think one thing that I found interesting, um, just the verses 18 uh, and 19, um, it almost seems to be like a foreshadowing of Jesus' life mm. and death. Yeah. Um, you know, I was like a lamb being led to the slaughter. I had no idea that they were planning to kill me. Um, and that was the same, um, same thing that Jesus dealt with. Right. Mm -hmm. Not that he didn't know because he was God, So he had to know, but very similar to Jeremiah's right. Like there's, when you speak truth, I think that there is going to come that time where you're not going to be liked by everybody. Correct. Um, and hopefully, we're not necessarily led like a lamb to the slaughter <laughs> um, in this world, as exactly that. But um, I just found it interesting that Jeremiah experienced a similar path that Jesus mm-hmm. experienced. Unfortunately, um, Jesus did go to the slaughter for us, and um, and has righted those wrongs. And um, until he comes again, yes. We'll uh, we'll see that in fulfillment completely. Correct. Yes. Yep. So I just thought that was kind of an interesting that stood out to me was how uh, Jesus' life kind of looked like Jeremiah's at that point as well. Um, So as we close for today, wrap this up, I am going to close with another blessing. Um, May the peace of God enfold us the love of God uphold us, and the wisdom of God control us. May you have a blessed Wednesday, and we will be back tomorrow. Thank you for listening. Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God.